A few months ago, I did a podcast with a pledge that I was making and I asked the community to make too. It was a pledge to not talk shit. I went through all the reasons that it serves nobody and I had so many people accepting the challenge and doing it with me. And while none of us are perfect, it's a great goal to strive for. Well, I'm here with another one, another pledge that I am making today. Not something I've already mastered, but something I realize is really important. So I'm going to say it out loud and commit to it. And I hope you will too. Today, I am pledging to stop covering up my body on the beach, in the bathroom, in the bedroom, by the pool, or anywhere else. I'm done covering up. My body will never be perfect, but I've gotten to a point where I realize how grateful I am to have a functioning, healthy body. My goal in this podcast is to convince you, like I've recently convinced myself, to stop covering up all the time and realize your body is beautiful and there is so much power and freedom in rocking it. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I am so happy you're here and we have a great topic today. Today we are talking about body confidence. I read a statistic that struck me so hard when I was researching this topic. 97% of women have negative thoughts about their body every day, every day. So that's basically like every one of us. If you lined up a hundred of us, three people don't. The rest of us all have negative thoughts about our body every day. So body confidence is something that I've thought about podcasting on quite a bit. I've done some like this on my other podcast channel, the Million Dollar Tan channel, more about um, of course, sunless tanning, but also beauty and beauty products and self-care and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to do this episode specifically for a very specific reason. And we're going to get into the pledge and we're going to get into the challenge. But first, the reason why I've hesitated is because there are actual, of course, experts on this topic. And I really try to stay away from things that I'm not an expert at when other people clearly are. But the reason why I'm doing this is because my goal with most of the episodes on this podcast are things that I think are worth hitting pause on life, things that we might be doing that we don't even realize we're doing that we could do differently and our lives will be better because of it. And I think this is one of those topics. Now, this is going to be a very honest and transparent conversation. It's not going to be kind of fluffy and rah-rah like, listen, our bodies aren't perfect, but let's just all wear bikinis. I'm very realistic. I think that we all have different relationships with our bodies and I think it changes over time, maybe with sickness or health issues or babies or age or accidents, all of, you know, any or all of the above. It's complicated and I don't, pretend to be an expert, but I do know about my own experiences and the experiences of many friends and also reading and listening and being very aware of this topic, especially as my two girls who are now eight and 10 are growing up. 
And I want to not only know the right things to say as they have questions and as as I see them going through things, but also as they're looking at me. And that was one of my biggest motivations to make this pledge. So the pledge that I am making today that I hope you will join me is I am not going to cover up my body anymore. I'm not going to do it. I'm not covering up. So I realized, I didn't realize how much I was covering up until, I've been reading about this for the last little bit, but until this morning, I realized I jumped out of the shower and I immediately grab a towel. Now, personally, being completely honest, I work out seven days a week. I never skip a day unless I'm sick or, you know, if something really crazy goes on, I always get in some sort of a workout. I love it. It makes me feel good. I like to feel strong. I like to feel flexible and limber. I want to be strong. I want to live a long time. All those things. I work out seven days a week. I still have, I mean, I have lots of imperfections. I think like we all do, but especially in my stomach. I'm not sure if it's from three pregnancies or three C-sections or a combination, but I have complete ab diastasis. So my ab muscles are separated and I've researched and I kind of know some ab exercises to help it. But the fact is my, my abdominal muscles don't touch anymore. So essentially I kind of always have a little bit of a puffy stomach, especially even if I kind of have a flat ish stomach when I wake up after I drink water or eat anything, it, it puffs up because there's just, it's not stuck together anymore. And listen, we all, I'm definitely not saying, you know, definitely not saying poor me, or I'm just kind of sharing my journey of, of, uh, body issues. No matter how much I work out, I will, I always, I will always have this kind of extra skin stomach issue. I have like a stomach bloating issue. I've gone to, um, Dr. Lecco is my functional medicine doctor. Gosh, I've been with him for maybe two years now and it's gotten better and it's gotten worse, but it's crazy. At some times, my stomach bloating for whatever reason, complicated, um, could be like six months pregnant and it's hard. Like I swallowed a watermelon and it's not, I'm not talking about like two months pregnant, three months, pregnant. literally six months pregnant, rock hard, painful, and it kind of, sometimes it comes, sometimes it goes. Usually it's somewhere in the middle. We're not sure if it's supplements or food. We've done all the tests. And for the most part, it's better, but it still happens sometimes. And it's just a crazy thing. Now, I know there are people who have horm- hormone imbalances or, you know, actual sicknesses that, you know, have this in such extreme circumstances. I'm just saying from my perspective, it's difficult having this body that in this this area in particular, that first of all, is a lot of times uncomfortable. And a lot of times I have to dress completely differently if I'm bloating or not bloating. Again, still working through it. It's definitely better than it has been, but it's taken me on a wild journey of body confidence. And I think that um, in the last couple of years as this, I mean, I've always had the ab diastasis ever since my first baby. And I think it's kind of gotten progressively worse for sure. Um, sometimes I can make it better with exercise, but when this kind of bloating issue came up, it really made me hide, hide my body because it didn't even feel like my body. I'd wake up one day and I'd be like six, six months pregnant. And then two days later, I'd be kind of back to normal. And it was just kind of emotional besides being uncomfortable and sometimes, you know, kind of painful. But what I've realized is by covering up, 
I'm giving, I'm kind of trapping myself. Whereas if I don't cover up, like I'm exposing my imperfections, but it's just so freeing. Now, this is completely too much information, but the other day, my husband and I were in the bedroom and I was going to leave my sweatshirt on. I was like, oh, I've had a, I just ate a lot, a huge meal. I'm so happy. I'm just going to leave my full sweatshirt on in the bedroom during a romantic moment. And I was like, how crazy is this? We've been married for 13 years, I think. We've been together for 18 years. He loves me no matter what. You know, listen, I can dim the lights, but like, how crazy that I'm letting myself trap myself by keeping clothes on and get keeping stuffed in rather than just kind of like accepting this is my body today. It's not what I want it to be. I don't feel as comfortable as I'd like to, but here I am. It's great. I'm great. I'm cool with it. Let's go. You know, like there's just something so freeing about it. So that experience and then also getting out of the shower and realizing I was grabbing a towel and like covering up right away just because, uh, you know, this section bothers me. I'm self-conscious, but you know, I'm not self-conscious about it to the point to where I'm thinking about it all the time when it's bloating. I, I, I definitely am, but like on the daily, you know, I just, I'm not trying to be a supermodel. It is what it is. I work out to feel good and look good and, and feel strong and all that. It is what it is. But I was just, I made a habit out of covering up. And I think that so many of us do. Same thing when we're on vacation at the beach. We keep our cover up on until that last second when it's time to fully go into the pool and then we take it off quick and get in the water quick. And I realize how much effort that takes and the message it's sending to my girls who we know watch our every move. And I just, I was kind of thinking, I wonder how much people are covering up. So I started researching and I've, I've read a lot about this again because, you know, thinking about approaching it with my girls. And I think that one of the top things in researching this that experts say is we just have to figure out how to stop comparing our bodies. And I think that, of course, social media makes this like exponentially harder, but This, we have to end the cycle of comparison in order to have a healthy relationship with our own body. So, I think that one of the first things I've learned is if social media is not serving you in a good way with this, if you're using your social media time and and by compare in comparing things, comparing other people to your body, I think you need to limit your social media time and realize that you're only seeing the best filtered pictures most of the time and you're just never going to win that game. So if social media brings down your body confidence, I think that you need to limit it at least for or you know kind of recognize what it is, but for me I I've let go of all of that. I realize we all have our different strengths. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be like that, so I no longer view you know, social media scrolling. I just don't, I just don't body compare anymore. And I feel like it's taken a long time to get there. And that's one of the ways that I'm stronger, I think, than other ways. But again, I was just realized I was covering up my, I was covering up my damn body all the time and taking a lot of effort to do it. And I think that in this, another thing that has really 
struck with me when reading what experts say, what psychologists say about having body confidence without having a perfect body is realizing our body's purpose is more than beauty. Having true body confidence comes from putting our body's worth in something other than beauty, you know? Like, I just think that we need, I learned to align my body with realizing it, its purpose is to carry me through life with all the imperfections and the varicose veins and the lines and the loose skin and the pudgy areas and the, you know, the fuller body parts. I think that loving your body is the same as loving anything else. The stages of the relationship progress the same way. Like loving our body doesn't mean loving every single part of it. It just means that we are committed to believing our body is good and worthy no matter what. And that's the beginning of building body confidence, building true body confidence. So for me, I've just realized that my body, all the things that my body helps me do throughout the day, and that's helped me get kind of over this hump to be grateful for all that it takes me to. If you listen to this podcast a lot, you probably have heard me say that I think a lot about being 90 years old. And if I'm 90 and looking back, what am I going to think about my choices? And what possible regrets could I have? And I think when you're 90, you'll regret not going on that vacation because you didn't want to be in a bathing suit. I think that if we really think about it, a lot of us avoid more things than we think because we don't want to be in a bathing suit or we don't want to be in a position where our body could be exposed. If you, I've talked about this on podcasts before. I did a summer podcast about being a mom who gets your hair wet and jumps in the pool and actually has fun with your kids. And I think that a lot of the reason why if you go to a pool party, a lot of times the dads will get in with the kids, but the moms won't. First of all, we're tired. We're doing more than the men usually. Sorry, guys. And we just want to relax, but also we're more body conscious than others. And I've just realized it brings so much more value and joy to me to have those special moments with my kids than what I get from covering up and avoiding, which is nothing. It's just my issue, my issue multiplying. So when you're 90, you're going to regret not getting in the pool, not going down the water slide, not taking off your cover up and jumping in the ocean with your kids. So even though I think this will always be a work in progress and an ongoing journey and a challenge I have to keep reminding myself of, having that thought, that picture of being 90 is always my driving force. Couple other big, big key points that I took away from my research on this topic is we just have to figure out how to stop the negative think and stop the negative talk. If you listen to my podcast recently, about not saying negative things out loud and the power of saying it, like how much more powerful it is if you actually say it than just have a negative thought is crazy 10x and more. 
So I think that a lot of times we say little things about our body negative all the time. And the problem is, is it just, we believe it more, the more we say it, I'm so fat, I hate my body, this, you know, all the things, it makes us believe it, it makes us worry about it more, it makes us more body conscious, and it takes us away from the goal. And I just don't want this to come across as cheesy at all. Like, listen, your body, your body helps you function and it takes you through your day. But like, really, really, if we're being honest with ourselves, it's really crazy. And I've just gotten to a point where I'm just so grateful that my body is able to function in all the processes it does and the organs and the muscles and just all the things that it does. And I'm just grateful, you know, for my body you know, showing up in the morning and being able to do the workout and being able to power through when I'm tired and get in and out of the car a hundred times, just all the things that we do in a day. And to see, you know, super extra athletes and to see how incredible the human body is and everything they're able to do with their bodies and training condition, it's just incredible. I think that also kind of along the lines of social media, we need to limit interactions with people who make us feel insecure. I think we need to be honest with ourselves. Are we the ones having the most negative talk? Because 97% of us have negative thoughts about our body every day. That's wild. So we're going to stop the negative think, stop the negative talk, realize that the body that we wake up with is beautiful. It is not perfect, but it's awesome. And we're not going to hide anymore. And I really think we have to limit interactions with people who aren't aligned with this goal. So anyone who is fueling or helping fuel those negative thoughts that you have about your own body, they need to go. Or we need to limit our interactions because that is going to send us in the opposite direction of our goal here. Another thing I think we need to realize is today is the youngest you will ever be. That's an incredibly, I guess, depressing thought if you think about it one way, but it's an incredibly empowering thought because today is the youngest you're going to ever be. Like, I'll look at my body and I'm like, oh, my aging body. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is the youngest you'll ever be, man. I remember, geez, it was probably a year ago. Someone commented on one of my, my posts or Instagram stories saying, aren't you too old to wear a bikini? And I posted it to people just kind of saying like, well, first of all, to kind of roast them because like, come on. And also people were like, I had no idea bikinis had age limits. But it's funny the judgment that some people have over other people. And I think we have to do just that. Laugh it off. Don't take it and let it affect you, especially if it's trolls. Own it. Put it out there. Hey, someone said this about me. And, And just realize that Today's the youngest you'll ever be. Sometimes I'll put something on. I'm like, eh, am I too old to wear this? I'm like, well, I'm the youngest I'll ever be today. So let's go. And I think there's something cool and empowering about that because our bodies age. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's going to happen to all of us. But listen, today we're younger than we're going to be tomorrow. So let's rock it today. I think there's freedom in it. Another thing I think that's really important to consider is We're so self-conscious because we worry about what other people are going to think. So we're at the pool. We take off our cover-up. People see parts of us that they're not normally used to seeing with us in clothes, and they're going to think something about that. But here's the thing. Nobody really cares as much as you think they do. I always talk about the high school pimple story. When you're in high school, 
you have a pimple on your cheek and you're so self-conscious and you don't even want to go to school because you have this pimple on your cheek and you're worried people are going to see. But guess what? Everyone's just waking up and going to high school worried about their own damn pimple. They're not nearly as concerned about your pimple as you think they are. And I think that's the same with this. Nobody really cares as much. So why are you going to all this effort? Are you hiding because of you? Well, no, you already see you. And your loved ones, they love you. They love you unconditionally. And if they don't, we're cutting them out anyways or limiting our time with them because we just don't have time for that. We've got one body. We've got one shot at this thing. And we're the youngest we're ever going to be today. I'm telling you, I'm done. I am going to get out of the shower. I'm going to put my towel on at more of a leisurely human pace, not like race through and like, you know, basically deck a kid out of the way to get my towel on so that I can cover up. Done with it. And I'm not going to wear my cover up, you know, basically into the ocean so it's half drenched before I throw it off at the very last second. I'm just not going to do it anymore because it's just so freeing. Why am I carrying that heavy backpack full of bricks on my back and just weighing me down for no reason? Just going to be like Elsa and let it go because there's just so much freedom. My body will never be perfect. I will always have things that bother me, but I'm really working on limiting the negative thoughts and realizing this is the body I have today. Like the Yes, you can exercise and eat healthy and work towards changing. And I'm here for all of that. I'm here for whatever makes you healthy and strong and feel good. I'm here for all of that. But for today, we just, we have the body we have, you know, like if you work out and, you know, it doesn't, you feel a little firmer, but it doesn't change how you actually look that day. We work out obviously, you know, for the long term and, and, and you see it over time. So I wake up and I, whatever, my body looks like. Sometimes it's puffy. Sometimes it's less puffy. Sometimes, you know, we're hormonal or we've gone through something or we, I'm definitely the type where, you know, some people like go through a breakup and they get all thin because they're too upset to eat. I don't even understand that at all because I, (laughs) I, I, when I'm tired, I, you know, overeat when I'm emotional, like I just eating, I guess is my go-to and I'm cool with that. I just feel like, you know, sometimes your body needs what your body needs and you go through ages and stages. And I just think we all need to give ourselves a little bit of grace and realize that body confidence is giving yourself freedom from the self-conscious thoughts about your body. That's what it is. It's just giving yourself the freedom. And even in making this pledge, even though I know it's not going to be perfect, it's about shifting habits. So breaking myself of those habits where I was doing that and just being aware of it and stopping it. And I'm telling you, already just doing it for a short period of time, I feel so much freedom. And I know for sure it is better for my girls to see. Mom's body's not perfect, but she's cool with it. And she's happy and she's confident and she's not saying negative things And she's not, you know, pinching and analyzing and criticizing and living on the scale. She's living and she's experiencing and she's eating and she's enjoying and she's not afraid to hold my hand and walk with me on the beach in a bathing suit because we're going to hop in the ocean. 
and she is able to, you know, get in the shower and get out of the shower and not not constantly be hiding from our, you know, from our beautiful bodies that take us through our daily lives. I realized I was really doing a disservice to myself in kind of holding on to this and covering up. So listen, we are going to age and we're going to go through things. Sometimes we are going to like how we look more than other times. But I'm telling you, however we wake up that day, our body is beautiful because it's ours and it's going to get us through the day. We and just having that confidence is everything. So I really think limiting the negative think and really limiting the negative talk, limiting the interactions that you have with people who make you feel insecure, limiting your social media time if you find that you're comparing yourself to others, really being grateful for what your body does for you every day, realize today is the youngest you'll ever be, and realize that nobody cares as much as you think they do. And when you're 90, you will regret not doing the things because you don't want to be in a bathing suit. Listen, life experiences. You are, And when you're 90, you are never, there's not 1% chance you are going to be 90 and look back and say, yeah, I wish I would have skipped that awesome, whatever, beach day because I didn't, like, because I shouldn't have been in a bathing suit. No. Or, uh, you know how sometimes people will say like, oh, you want to do a last minute um, beach vacation? You're like, oh, no way, man. My body is nowhere close. The last thing I would ever want to do is be in a bikini. Well, listen, when you're 90, I guarantee if you would have gone on that trip, there's no chance you would have been like, oh, I wish I would have skipped that really awesome trip with people I love and hid my body instead. 0.0% chance that is ever going to happen. So that in itself should be enough motivation to stop covering up and really be conscious of how much freedom you can have by, by not covering up. Body confidence is giving yourself freedom from self-conscious thoughts about your body, and I think that should be our goal. Please ping me on Instagram and let me know how you are adjusting. And if you are going to take this pledge and this challenge with me to take off your cover-up, not dash for the towel all the time, take off your sweatshirt when you're being intimate, and love your body. Feel the freedom that comes from not covering up all the time. We're not going to be perfect. This is a, It's about the journey. It's not necessarily about the destination. It's definitely not about per- perfection, but it's about progress, and that's what it's all about. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to hear what you think and what you got out of this episode. Ping me on Instagram. And if you have a second, pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps us grow. And hey, share this podcast with a friend if you haven't already. Again, um, I really appreciate it. I appreciate the community and the support, and it really helps our podcast grow. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, 
Go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.